and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Back in the seats with my man Gio. How are you, sir? Roman Reigns has amazing teeth. <laughs> he does have nice teeth. Like he's uh, yeah, he's been busy in lockdown, huh? Teeth and looks teeth. jacked and. But yeah, did you see Randy Orton's Instagram? Let's start right there with he's putting him in a picture of a goat saying like, welcome back or something. <laughs> with a goat showing its teeth. <laughs> Randy Orton, this game is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such like, a troll. Like, it's so funny. I, he responded to one of the young bucks and was like, say hi to Chris Jericho, uh, Luke Harper, like he just started naming a whole bunch WWE names. So then last night he put up a thing, and uh, Matt Jackson got him back. And was like, "Oh, that's fine." They had a Brian Danielson. Like, <laughs> oh, good. It's that nice that there's banter because, like, I mean, Twitter wrestling fans are something else. But I think the wrestlers they they all take it in good jest. They're probably all mates anyway, aren't they? It's just Twitter fans. But it's been quite a week. It's been quite a week. So we're not here to talk about Randy Orton's Twitter all day. We've had TakeOver. We've had SummerSlam. We had AEW squashes that were out of the blue. We had a on-the-fly on the kind of raw last night. It's been, it's been hectic. It's been hectic. I watched a lot. Should we start at the beginning? We'll start with TakeOver, I think. What did you make of TakeOver? Number 30. I can't believe there's... It's funny. I, I couldn't believe there'd been 30 TakeOvers. And then I'm like, actually, it feels like I've watched more. <laughs> when I started watching it, I'm like, actually, yeah, it's easily been. So 30 takeovers. I can't believe that. But yeah, it seems like a lot. But I suppose over the years, um, I thought it was a really good show. Um, I really enjoyed all of it. Um, what did you make of it? Oh, it was a good, I liked it. It was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it started off with the triple threat tag team on the, on the pre-show. Um, which was, I think it's for the number one contender spots, which was Brizango, Lelgado del Fantasma, and then Lorcan and Birch, who are always, you could always put Lorcan and Birch in, know you're going to get a bit of a banger. Um, I was quite surprised that Brizango won, actually. I was surprised. I'm this feud. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I thought they were going to lose because they pretty much... They challenged for the tag titles and lost to Imperium pretty recently. So I thought they'd go with somebody else. But maybe, maybe it's time that they're going to put some gold on their waists. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but that was on the pre-show. I thought it got off to a good start. Um, yeah, it was a good few spots, everyone. It's a little sprint. It was a good pre-show. Um, perfect match for a pre-show, I think, with the people that were in it. Um, but yeah, nice supermodel kick for the win for them. And then it got off, right. Now, you actually sent me a, a picture of this one, didn't you? It started with Finn Balor, Timothy Thatcher. Ah, yeah. oh, God. Yes. You know, I was actually talking to someone while this was on, and they were like, oh, and they, they watched the match, and afterwards they were like, oh, he, he's not bad for the guy that isn't Pete Dunne. And I'm like, that is what I'm hoping that people realize, that Timothy Thatcher isn't, you know, there to replace Pete Dunne. Like, he's not a stand-in, you know? Um... I think people have a hard time accepting that, like, non-wrestling, like, if you don't know who Timothy Thatcher is. Um, but I thought it was great. I thought they were great. I thought it was exactly The minute exactly I seen what... that announced, I said, oh, okay. Yeah. It was. It had a really old-school feel. Um, just beating each other up. I think the right man won. Um, I don't think it, it was hurt, hurt Thatcher too much. Um, I thought it was a great idea to put that as match one. Um, cause that really set the tone. Um, it did look like, I have to say with the constant submissions, I think, and the strikes, I think it looked like it hurt. <laughs> like they're going to have felt that on Sunday. That's for sure. Um, I also saw it's, uh, it's, it's Balor is the, it's got the record number of takeover wins. Is that right? I think now. I think he's been at like, oh, oh, he, besides leaving the WWE, he's been at like the most takeovers. Yeah. As well. Yeah. 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 So, um, Good to see. I just wonder, like, how much longer has Finn Balor got in NXT, do you think? How many more? I mean, is there still matches you think they're going to use for him for a while? Or do you think he's just going to sort of stay around there for a little bit longer? I think he's going to stay there for a bit because, honestly, he seems like he's having more fun there than he was on the mm. roster. And, yeah, there's so many more sort of 
almost these are like little NXT dream matches that they can put Finn Balor in. You know, when you think of everyone who's fought. I mean, to be fair, as I say, Balor Thatcher is definitely one for us. It seems like they're fans. using him like the measuring stick for NXT to be like, all right, you're the new guy. Pull mm. out a good match with, with Balor. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that then that leads into match two, which was the ladder match. Shoot me where I stand. I absolutely loved it. I thought this was five stars. I absolutely adored this ladder match. I enjoyed every second of it. Absolutely every second of it. I've got a new respect for Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes. Um, It was nuts. I thought the match was nuts. Because I liked the fact it was like... It was, there was a bit of wrestling. Then there was some good sort of humor in amongst it too. Um, and I think Damian Priest was the right winner. I did call that. I did call it that Damian Priest was going to take it. But um, even the bit with Candice LeRae getting involved, um, I thought was great. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Ross had the, uh, the Bam Bam, uh, the, the Bam Bam tribute going there. Yeah, yeah. Bronson Reed's really good. Like, after watching that match, I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, that guy's got a future. Um, and obviously, there was a lot of... There's been so much Velveteen Dream talk this week. Listen. <sighs> I don't understand why the hate on the dude. He has been proven. And they've even said this in interviews. It has been shown that they have investigated him and they found nothing wrong. Not once. But twice. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, what's happened, you know, the saying is innocent until proven guilty. He's just being proved not guilty. And I don't understand why it's still going on. Um, They're not accusations anymore. They've invested, as you say, invested it twice. So, unless people know something that nobody else does, I I, I don't get it. I mean, but he's getting so much heat right now. If you know something that nobody else does, speak up. Mm. I mean, do you think that they'll just hope that it dies down? Or do you think that, you know, because as I say, there is a lot of people demanding he be fired, you know? Um, Is there going to be a time where they have to do something to stop it? Or do you think it will just fade away? I Honestly, I don't think they're going to do anything because to me... The, the guy hasn't, they, you know, they're, they'll end up in another Enzo situation where, you know, it's on a very thin line of maybe he did do something wrong, maybe he didn't, but there's no proof of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot of hearsay, isn't it? And that's the problem. People go nuts on hearsay. Um, you know. But he was good in the match. Like, from a wrestling point of view, which is what we're going to focus on for that one, um... I thought the five of them put on a really good match. Um, I'm really, really pleased with Damien Priest. I think he's done, uh, he's worked really hard. Um, and he's put, like, thing is with, I find with Damien Priest is he come in and he's put some dudes over. Like, he hasn't had it easy in NXT. Like, he's had to, he's jobbed himself out a bit. Um, and he's got better and better. And he's put, like, the match with Finn, as you say, measuring stick. The match with Finn, I think, really showed everyone that Priest, what he could do. Um, and I think he was the right winner. Although, I wouldn't have shocked me if Grimes or Reed had won. I did think during it, it looked like Bronson Reed was going to do it a couple of times. Um, and I, yeah. I think it was only ever going to be I one like of those Ron. three. But... Do you? I've always, I've liked him back when he was in TNA. I've, he's, he's a good, I like him. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I think Gargano and Dream were in there for like experience. Um, and I think they probably had many discussions about Priest, Grimes, or Reed winning it at some point. You know that. Um, I should think all three of them have been considered as that title. And I think the mid-card of NXT now is really, really good. Um, so I'll be interested to see what they do next. And then the match happened. Adam Cole, Pat McAvee. <laughs> Pat McAvee did terribly damn good. Aye, he looked legit as hell. Like, yeah, and what a great, like, I didn't realize how great an athlete he actually is, you know? Um, and on the personality meter, I feel like he did, like, the heel job like Floyd Mayweather did. Do you remember that WrestleMania that Mayweather was in? Oh, my God. <laughs> was that WrestleMania All I remember 24? is he had that one awful promo where he just kept saying, I'm going to break your nose. I'm going to break your nose. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I thought McAvee was great. I mean, okay, the match was a bit basic and slowed down, but obviously that was because Pat McAvee was in it. But that also made him look, that's where he looked more impressive, you know? Reminded me of like when Stephen Emil jumped in and everyone was like, oh, wait, like, dude can wrestle. Wait, what's this? Um, Stephen Emil. Hmm. I actually thought he was going to, like, do it full-time. Not going to lie. <laughs> I thought he was well into it, weren't he? Like, at one point. Um, no, I thought Pat McAvee was, was great. Um, it'll be interesting to see what goes next because, like, I don't know. Maybe are they going to try and turn Cole face? Could they maybe, like, team Cole and McAvee together and Undisputed Era turn on them or something and we get them all fighting? Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. Um yeah, because I think it actually helped Adam Cole, too. Like, I don't think it was just a Pat McAvee showcase. I think it was good for Adam Cole to almost well, be in the facey role. From what I was reading, McAfee said, like, his commitments are with NXT are done. Okay, so it was a one-off. But, like, I could see them trying to reach out to him again, probably. Yeah, because I, I think he, you know, he did everything it needed to and could have done... That you're not coming out of that match thinking, oh god, another celebrity like Drew Carey or something. Um, have, hey, you know, Drew Carey was good. <laughs> That's still, I still get visions of him trying to give money to Kane. <laughs> he eliminated the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yes he did. Yes he did. You don't need to remind me of that one. Oh, Drew Carey, man, amazing, amazing. And then trying to pay off Kane, I was like, this is amazing what am i watching um but yeah great stuff from pat mcavee top notch um and then the uh, probably the weakest of the match even though I, I quite liked it um the dakota kai io shirai match um because i thought oh, io started off on Kai already yeah i think i think io started off pretty pretty sloppy actually i don't think she got into it at the beginning um i mean she did get better as the match went on um but I thought it was good. The ref bump was good. I think Raquel Gonzalez is starting to look good. Like, I, I think she's looking a lot, not as clumsy as she has done before. Um, I was surprised that um, she retained. I actually thought they were going to go with Dakota Kai, but I'm guessing too many heels holding belts and stuff, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, and then Gonzalez and Ripley, maybe as upcoming challenges, I think they're saying. Um, so we'll have to see. But I thought overall, solid match. Well done to Io Shirai. You're probably right, because I think you said last week, weren't it, that it was probably a bit early to take the belt off Shirai um, after winning it the way she has. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think it was good. And then main event. Okay, now I think we're going to be different here. I didn't, I didn't really dig it. I wasn't uh, a fan of I mean, the main I event. I thought it was the main event could have been better. I don't mind the end. I don't mind him winning it. No, I think it was obvious. I I was worried a little bit for Lee that they were doing like they did with Fiend, you know, push him straight away without really letting him develop fully and then putting him into a lose-lose situation just felt a bit harsh. Um, yeah, problem is, I think what it is, it's not because of the match was particularly bad. It's because... If you look through takeovers, you know, when you think of takeover main events, that isn't going to be like some of the ones we've watched. I think they've kind of spoiled us a bit, which was difficult. Um, I mean, it's a hit and miss with some of them. Heck, I didn't think Drew McIntyre and uh, what's his face were going to be a good one at the time. Andrade. Andrade. And it was mm. a good match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it's probably hit and miss. Um I don't know. It just, it, yeah, it felt like Lee, you know, what we've seen from Lee, he was obviously booked in a way to what Cross does because he looked a bit, he didn't really use much of how athletic Keith Lee is. He looked a bit lumbering, couldn't match speed with carrying Cross. It felt like that. Um, I think it was too much. And I hope Cross isn't too injured. Has there been any news? Like, is, he, is it definitely separated shoulder? I mean, they haven't come out saying anything or are we going to find out Wednesday? Um, I haven't heard anything. That's the thing with NXT is when people get injured like that, it's like they don't really have to write them off either because all they got to do is just keep them off for a few weeks. 
yeah, so hopefully it's not too bad. I mean, there hasn't been anything. I would have sh pretty sure that we would have heard something if it was very, very serious. I mean, separated shoulder is what AJ got, didn't it, at the Rumble, and he was back ready by WrestleMania. So, you know, it's maybe not uh, too bad. Um, he does make his faces look like he really needs to use the toilet, like an angry toilet break. <laughs> his faces at the time, so I will have to get that in. Um, I didn't mind it, though. <laughs> no, it works on him. And the only thing I worry about for Cross is bit like what happened way back like mark merrow and sable is that scarlet will become the star and he'll get left behind that's what i worry because she is awesome like i think she is awesome and i just worry that she'll take more of the limelight than him he has to work really hard unlike mark merrow did um yeah that's what um that's that's the only bit i would throw out there because i think scarlet bordeaux is she's just amazing but and, you know, she loves him to death. You can see in her face. Like, my goodness me. Um, but I thought, overall, really good show. Um, that ladder match will always be remembered, I think, for TakeOver 30. Just amazing. It was just great television for me. I Yeah, I loved every second of that ladder match. I won't have a bad word said. Right, so that got us through Saturday. And we're feeling pretty good because NXT's good. And then SummerSlam comes. How did you feel about SummerSlam? I had no problems with it. It was a good show. Mm -hmm. I was there in person on the on the on the. And how the was that? So how was that? Is it true that you can't even move from the screen or they'll disconnect you? So like you, you can't go yeah, toilet. Nothing. Yeah, it's very. They even give you like they, there's cues like they tell you to cheer and boo. Oh wow! Oh, you get told to cheer and boo. You even get cued. Well, I didn't know that. But yeah, was it good experience? Is it weird or? Like, I mean, for a first time thing, it was, but it's like watching it through a webcam. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, strange. I was trying to look out for you, but I didn't see you, my man. Didn't see you. Um, right, kickoff, kickoff show. Now I wanted. We'll highlight the kickoff show not only for the match, but the little bit of news that come out after it. Um, the kickoff show was Apollo Crews versus MVP. Um it was all right i i don't think they need to do this anymore like leave mvp as like leader of bdc2 um don't i don't think we need mvp wrestling anymore put Cruz in with benjamin or lashley well, i think he's got lashley at payback as he? apollo Cruz now next week yep 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 um so hopefully and that should be a banger i'm excited for that um apollo Cruz did win um and then the show finished up with Rene Young saying goodbye to WWE, Rene Young has handed a notice and um, it seems to be leaving on good terms. So I can't imagine she's going to, you don't think well, she'll go to another promotion or? I think she's going to do something like, like the coach did with like ESPN. Hmm. She's been tweeting so much basketball and stuff. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, she could pretty much host whatever she wanted to be fair. I know she's got some ideas of, She's going to do some cooking streams on Twitch and stuff. I know that's been bandied around. But I suppose maybe it just frees her up to explore some other stuff. Because she's a really good host. And she will be missed. Like, Renee Young is just one of them backstage kickoff show. But good opportunity for Kayla and Charlie. That's what it is now. As long as Charlie can keep her eyes off Gaza, we'll be all right. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, very sad, actually. Because she's been... She's what? doing, She's doing the uh, the Saturday show now too with uh, what's his face, right? Who's that? Uh, Woods. Isn't aren't they doing the like the new Talking Smack on Saturday? Oh yeah, yeah. That is Kayla and is it Kayla and and Woods or no? It's Charlie and Woods. It, it's Charlie and Woods. Charlie is the one that I would expect to start being used more. Um, I think she's got something about her. Um, I've never really seen bad interviews from her. She always looks good. She knows how to make a joke. She can, you know, she does quite well. She hosted uh, some of the kickoffs I've seen pretty well. So, yeah, maybe. But, yeah, we wish Renee Young well. And she's already changed her name, and she, on Twitter to Rennie Paquette. So, no more Renee Young. Uh, so, that's it. Um, her letter was quite nice, though, that she wrote. Like, she wrote out a letter for Twitter and stuff. It was well, because uh, I... I don't think she's ever really had an issue with them, you know? 
No. And, you know, people that are think she'll go to AEW. I don't think she will. I think it's time for her. She's done what, as I say, seven, eight years of wrestling. Probably want to try something else. I mean, she's got enough stock and enough support that she could go and host whatever sport. And I think, you know, she's she's got the right bits about her to, to yeah, do yeah. some other bits and pieces. You know, I can't see her going to wrestling. I don't see this as a move that she wants to go and work with her husband. Or anything. Um, I don't at all. Right, then we got off to the main show. And we started with the SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, Bailey, taking on Oscar, who was performing twice, which, you know, I, we, had, we it was what it was. It wasn't triple threat. wasn't anything else. It was twice. Um, it's just all leading the Bailey-Sasha story, isn't it? Like, all of it was just oh, doing yeah. that. Like, big time um, on this one, because, like, Sasha kind of, mm. yeah. And inside Cradle got the three count, and... They then beat her up after. It was yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I, I, See, I didn't know if they were gonna do one after the other or what. No, I didn't know. So um, this obviously opened, and when when it opens, it normally means that one's coming later. But they didn't do straight away. Um, it was just strange for me that they had it both being Oscar. They could have told the same story and given an opportunity to somebody else on SmackDown. I feel, um, that's the only bit about it that that but bothers me a little bit but um bailey picked up the win with an inside cradle and they beat up oscar afterwards to try and obviously give the story of more damage to oscar before banks which for me maybe watching too much wrestling kind of gave away how the banks match was going to go a little bit but um those two have great chemistry as well by the way bailey oscar they work really really well together i'm liking bailey's work at the minute it's like a new lease of life in her like she can put on some really good matches. Like, I just, uh, you know, I, I like this new character of Bailey. It's working really, really well. But she retains. Um, and then we had another title match straight after. Um, Kevin Owens was on the announced team for the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Street Profits against Andrade and Gaza. Um, definitely, definitely, I think Gaza going to get a push soon. I think all of okay. this is leading to split Gaza. And go on that Vince McMahon thinks he's the new, you know, Eddie Guerrero kind of thing. Um, 100% for me. Uh, and I think even Raw kind of showed that a bit more, even though that was a bit of a mess. But yeah, it was um, it was an all right match. I th thing is, at the moment, I don't see any tag team that can beat the Street Profits and it look all right. Like, I just feel that the Raw tag team titles are a little bit irrelevant right now. I mean, I don't know. What did you make of it? I I mean, for a tag match, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, I, Kevin Owens made the announcement, which we'll touch on on Raw in a minute, that uh, Alistair Black afterwards was going to be on his Kevin Owens show on Raw, which, of course, when someone announces that he's going to be on it, you get the feeling that something big's coming. Um, but we'll obviously uh, get to that in a moment. Um, Summer Slam, though, continued. Sonya Deville versus Manda Rose. Now, obviously, this was meant to be hair versus hair. But then on the but SmackDown... After, after yeah. what happened the previous week, yeah. they fixed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so on the SmackDown, they changed it to loser leaves. Uh, my guess is Sonya just wants some time to clear it all up, make sure it's gone away. I'm assuming. I can't see it's a permanent thing. Um Mandy Rose. It was a big win for Mandy, but I think in the circumstances, it made sense. It was it was only like a 10-minute match, and you could see that Sonya Deville looked a bit distracted. Um, I Yeah, I just think it was a way to get her off telly for a while so she can go and deal with what she ever has to deal with. Because that sounds pretty bad. She's got in court now and all that. Because, like, didn't it come out in court saying that the reason that he went there, though, was because he didn't want Mandy to cut her hair? Like, that's what sent him over the edge or something. I think did I not say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently that all I said it was probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it read that he was obviously like obsessed anyway, but like the thought of Sonya having a haircut apparently is what sent him over the edge, is what they're saying. Like psh, wow. Like I'm a fan of some people, but wow. Like, like so as you say, like if that was the case, what was he what was he going there? Because Mandy Rose was in the house too. So was he going to try and fix it? But yeah, it's come out. He is definitely obsessed with Sonya. Um, but yeah, so she's left for a while. She's in the alumni section. She'll be back. Maybe under her real name, even. 
you know? Send her back to Raw. She'll be fine. Send her into Raw Underground when she comes back. But we wish her well. I hope the court case isn't too treacherous. Um, and then debut match, Street Fight, Dominic Mysterio, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Everything about it. Everything. I thought the storytelling, having Ray at the outside, but Dominic not Seth wanting Rollins to get involved. Everything. Yeah. Amazing. Like Seth Rollins in this role is is just fire right now. now. Like fire. I don't know if any I don't, I don't know if you you heard my joke in the in the Discord. No. What an ironic twist that Dominic Guerrero's first debut is at the pay-per-view that almost 15 years ago, Eddie Guerrero and his father fought for his custody at. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Man, I wonder if they've done that on purpose. Like, I don't think they did. <laughs> they didn't even realize. But I picked up on it, and I was like, <laughs> But it was a great match. I, I loved this. They kept the story with Ray and and on the outside, like it obviously being no DQ, he could have got involved, but I like the fact that they were, you know, dad letting his son have a go, but fair play to Dominic Mysterio and fair play to Seth Rollins. I thought it was a great, great match. Um, I felt 22 minutes, it didn't feel like that because it was quite entertaining, you know, it didn't drag or anything for a 25 minute match. Um, oh, but, good. Yeah, it was really good. And I think Dominic's definitely got a big future. I'm hoping it's just like a one-off and now that they can go and let Dominic sort of build himself. Um, but we'll see because um, they did the tag match straight after. I thought that's what we'd get a payback, to be fair. Ray and Dominic versus Seth and, and Buddy, which we might still do because obviously we'll touch on Raw in a moment. But yeah, f- fair as hell to Dominic Mysterio. Uh, right winner, but Dominic... Definitely. Now a superstar. Um, and then Oscar was back out. Taking on the boss, Sasha Banks. Um, for the Raw Women's title. <sighs> yeah. Now, it was, again, as I say, so Oscar has won the, the belt. And I like the fact she tapped her out with a bank statement. I thought that was quite disrespectful. But again, it was just obviously telling the story that... Um, Banks saved Bailey in the exact situation. Previously, Bailey doesn't. And that locks in the, the Banks. So my guess is that Sasha's going to be the face coming out of the feud of these two is what they're going to try. Um, but Banks tapped out. Oscar's your women's champ. I, when do you think they'll pull the trigger on Banks Bailey? When do you think that's being aimed for? Like, because they've oh, teased mania. it for so long. I think they just go into mania with us still caring. Absolutely. Next that feels up, like gonna, proper trolling. Well, I mean, I'm not going to give anything away. We'll get to it. But next up is the paper is is this week's pay per view. Yeah, like a week after payback. Like I was like, wow. Um, yeah, but we'll get onto that in a minute because the card we've got. Um, then the championship matches were upon us. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Um, it was good match. It was a good match. Like really good. Those two were really really good together. Surprise that ending was a bit sloppy, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the McIntyre beating Orton on a backslide. It just doesn't sit right, like, for either person to lose or to win by by that, you know? Um, I mean, I've seen some stories like, to say that Orton did it on purpose. Yeah. Was like, he supposed to win off of that? I don't know. See, I've read some reports that it was, like, a mistake and they just rolled with it. Or that Orton just didn't do it. But it didn't look right. It didn't feel right. It didn't fit the match. They could have had either man, like, pin. Um, Yeah, on a backslide, though, I don't know. Yeah, it felt like the wrong ending. Unless that's what they've tried to do. And it sounded good to them. And you know how many times WWE have done that? Let's have Nakamura low-blow AJ Styles. (laughs) And, you know, that's not how we want to see matches end but it was a really really good match until that it was really really good mcintyre right. is is awesome like he is really really good and and orton at the moment is in some of the best form that i've seen him in in a long long time because he seems really interested in working um but yeah just the end the end was weird and then the main event big main event fiend Strowman. 
Now it was like for me, it was a perfectly normal Bray Wyatt fiend uh, Strowman match. I didn't have anything wrong with it. Um, the right person won. I think Fiend winning, like dropping Sister Abigail on the exposed I didn't know wood. it was going to be no DQ or whatever. Yeah, it was just, it was carnage. And then he cut up the ring and the wood showing. But anyway, Sister Abigail finished that. Let's get to get to the end. Fiend is your new champ. And then just out of nowhere, the big dog is back with his new teeth and his jacked personality. Now, what did you make of Reigns' return? Do you see it as like the heel turn that everyone's saying? Or do you think it's just they're booking Reigns to just go in, wreck everything, as his t-shirt said? And, I and think he's just there and like he just doesn't care. You think he's going to have anything to do with retribution? No. I think this is going to be like the 2002 Undertaker type of gimmick where he's not a heel, he's not a face. He just wants to beat the crap out of you. Yeah, 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 and I like. Believe it or not, that's a yep. that's a random thing to say. I liked 2002 Heel Undertaker because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something even. different. He wasn't a fan favorite, and he wasn't the bad guy. He just wanted to beat the piss out of whoever and beat the respect out of them. Yeah, and I think, and that for me, that's a Roman Reigns that I can get on board with. I was saying to to a friend like. That's the Roman Reigns I've wanted. They need to give him different music. Get him off the shield thing. Give him yes. some new music, you know? Um, but yeah, have this kind of Roman Reigns that doesn't give a crap and just wants to beat people up. Because that he can do that well. Though he doesn't need promos. Doesn't need anything. He can just come in, beat people up, and people would get behind a Roman Reigns like that. Um, I mean, a volley of chair shots to Braun Strowman. I mean, he destroyed Braun Strowman. Cut the spears to the fiend. He's holding a universal championship. Um, yeah, it was really good, and I, I'm surprised he's back so quick. I wasn't expecting it right now. You know, there were people that were saying, "Oh, he ain't coming back into the end of mm. 2020." Yeah, and he's back by August. Um, yeah, I think it was good. I, I overall really good show. I think every match delivered what it was expecting. But um, it's also what he needed with some time off yeah. for people to stop, you know, to forget that he was around for a bit, to stop hating on him. Mm. Yeah, because, like, I, I feel, especially for SmackDown, having Roman Reigns back now is big. You know, it's a big deal. And it's obviously it booked into uh, Payback next week, which we'll go through the card in a moment. Um, he's obviously going to be on that. But yeah, it's good to have him back. I thought it was a really good show. I, I enjoyed every match. As I say, every match didn't disappoint. Maybe not outstanding, like five-star stuff. But I think every match delivered on what it was supposed to do uh, from beginning to end. Like, so, uh, it was a lot better than the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And it was a lot better than Extreme Rules. Um, you know, it's. It, I thought the stadium looked really cool. Um, the WWE Thunderdome looked excellent. I thought they've done some great work on that. And as I say, I'm really pleased to have Roman Reigns back. Like, I'm pleased he's, you know, and especially if they book him like he was acting at the end of SummerSlam. If they book him like that, that's the Roman Reigns that we want for a while. Wreck everyone. Yes, do it. Do it. I'll support it. I don't mind. Because then that way, you can boo him, you can cheer him, and it won't make a difference. He's going to be exactly the same. You know? He needs to get rid of the tactical vest. Yeah. He needs to get rid of that music. Yeah, he needs to step away. Because like, I was talking about people that split up in tag groups. You know, Edge and Christian. Christian didn't really change much, whereas Edge went on. Like, uh, you know, it happens. The Rockers, Marty Jannetty didn't change at all, and Shawn Michaels went off. Roman Reigns was probably the coming out the biggest star, but he kept the same music, the same look. He just, yeah, take away the tactical vest, give him some new music. Um... Let him just be Roman Reigns for a little. Like bit. to me, he's my only issue I've had with him is that he's he always comes up as he's stuck in the past with the Shield. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, the Shield here, the Shield music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, and he hasn't really. Yet. It's the Shield music. He needs to ditch all of that stuff and and just go off on his own. Um. Yeah, well, he's obviously got into payback. Uh, before we get on to Raw, maybe we'll just touch on the few matches 
that ha- actually no, we'll do Raw first because that makes sense on a couple of the matches. Um, yeah. We'll do a Raw first, which was obviously last night. And it was a big, big debut of Keith Lee, which was promoted from the Sunday night all the way through. Um, yeah, what do you make of Keith Lee onto Raw? Was you expecting I it after him losing, or I did. I didn't. I was. I thought they were going to have him debut in the Underground. Oh, okay, okay. Because to me, it's something that would have fit for him. Yeah, yeah, could have. I might have helped. Um, so he's got new mm-hmm. entrance and a new theme song because apparently the people. Now this is a funny joke. And like, and this is all in all seriousness. The reason why he's got new theme music is the person that made his theme music demanded a million dollars and to use the Thunderdome as a nightclub on the weekends. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. Wow. See, because I wondered, I was going to say, like, what's with the new theme? Is yep. that why? The yeah. guy that wrote it wants a million dollars and to use the Thunderdome as a nightclub. On well, my goodness. I'm sure WWE, that conversation went really well. <laughs> um, yeah, because he had like generic. It was like generic two in the games. You just pick for Keith Lee. That's what it sounded it was like. like, I was steel, like what? Steel, what was it? Steel two or steel St- four? St- yeah. <laughs> yes. Steel, any of the steel. Steel one. Oh, God. Um, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that makes sense then. Okay, because I wondered, like, why have they done that? I mean, like, what I'm was sure wrong? they're going to give him something. This was just a placeholder because I believe this was, like, a last-minute thing. Like, the day of is when this all went down where they were like, all right. Yeah, you're not getting that. So <laughs> we need to do something because it sounded a bit yeah. generic, but okay. Uh, as gener- was it as generic as Samoa Joe's original music, which was, like, a really funky-looking dance? <laughs> No, do you remember that? I think like so. First, yeah. The first two weeks, he sounded like something out of a '90s basketball game. It was like, wow. <laughs> '90s basketball game. Yeah. Oh god. Um. But yeah, he he was debuting. Um. What else was announced? That Sasha's rematch against Oscar was going to be in a lumberjack match. The Mark Henry was back to officiate an arm wrestling match between I Ashley got and Apollo. I was like, no, do not turn and join them. Yeah, that's all I was talking, right? I was actually in my Discord <laughs> and I was like, if Henry joins BDC, Gio will only hear that for an hour. <laughs> I was like, if he comes out wearing the goddamn salmon shirt, it's done. <laughs> I was like, everyone that they get involved with, I'm like, join them. Join him. I, I still think that Ricochet is actually going to join him, not Cedric. I think they're pushing the Cedric thing too much. I think Ricochet will join. The I old feel. swerve, eh? I think the old swerve's coming. And I think it'd be good for Ricochet. Um, and then also announced was uh, Ray Mysterio and Dominic taking on Seth and Buddy Murphy, uh, which is the match I was expecting of um, Payback, which we might still get. You never know. Um, and then we're informed of the return of Roman Reigns. It was all over the show. So, yeah. Um, it started with some Nia Jax coming back, saying that she, um, she's she been reinstated. All she had to do was go to Pat Buck, and then she screamed in the girl's ear about apologizing. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I laughed. I know people hate on Nia. I like Nia. I've, I've always liked Nia. I, I yes. get why the hatred, but I like Nia Jax as a character and stuff. Like I've always got behind it. I think she's good. She knows what she's good at. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm always a fan. And then there was a bit of back and forth with Shayna. Shayna called her Haystacks Calhoun. And then I think she replied to Shayna saying she was like an Adams Family reject. And I was like, oh, God. How old are you people? <laughs> what is this? Um, but yeah, um, there was something about Naya said, if you need help with Bailey tonight, just give her a call and stuff. So it was. Uh, I also called that team. Yeah, you did. And I was saying it and everyone was going nuts in it last night. And I was like, I think it's a good team. Like, I'm, I'm it's what is something different that the women's tag division hasn't had it's that it desperately needs? Team. It's bloody scary. Like, who's going to beat them? Like, oh my God. It's scary. Because, like, the match was straight away Shayna and Baszler. Naya had come out. Um, 
And then, so Naya started to attack Baszler, and then they were into the ring, and because Bailey and Sasha started laughing, Sasha and uh, Naya and Shayna kind of changed their attention, and I was like, okay, okay, that's the team. And I was thinking, see, they heard Gio once again, stole his ideas. We should copyright some of this stuff, you know? I'm straight up. Straight up should copyright it. But yeah, um, it looked like then those two were sort of making their stand for the tag titles. Um, right, and then Kevin Owens was straight out. It started off really hot, actually, Raw. Kevin Owens out. Alistair Black just in a waistcoat. Looked like he was going to go to a billiard hall or snooker hall or something. But came out eye patch. Kicked Kevin Owens' head off. So heel. Yeah. I mean, he kicked his head off. Like, yeah, dropped to his knees. He Eel. tried to vote, like, faking. He looked like some vertigo or something. And Owens checked on him and the back elbow and then black mass. And, so like, okay. Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, take my money. <laughs> take my money. Uh, heal Alistair Black. I want to see, because obviously I read Vince McMahon's big on Alistair Black. Likes the guy, likes his wrestling, didn't like the gimmick and stuff. So I'm hoping that they use this heel. It ran out of the creaky door. Yeah. See, I think that would have worked for Alistair Black if they hadn't made it look so cheesy. Like, you know, knock on my door, want to fight. I can see that, but... No, not even the knock on my door. I'm talking the stupid noise effect in the beginning of his entrance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was, was all that gone. He walked out. You know, he walked out last night, as I say, in black waistcoat, black shirt, black trousers, eye patch. Uh, very different sort of moody looking Alistair Black. So I'm guessing they're still working on an entrance, but they just ditched the other one immediately, you know, like ditch that one and we'll start working on something else. But um, yeah, great to see him. And I think a heel turn is exactly what Alistair Black needs uh, myself. And as I say, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, I'm all about. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, all about that. I can watch that all day. Um, and then there was a fatal four-way uh, for the 24-7 title. Um First time that I think I've looked, and I think Shelton Benjamin looked really pissed off with it, to be honest with you. Um, so Akira Tozawa officially won, um, but Shelton beat up all the ninjas and chased Akira away and took the belt and, ran and just left. <laughs> I don't know who's champ right now. Shelton Benjamin's got the belt. Akira run away. All these ninjas are in pain. Um, but yeah, I t I'm kind of over the 24-7 now. You like shut your mouth. <laughs> you take that back yeah i'm over it i just it, i don't know i don't know i want to see other people then it's still it's just the same rotation you know if it's 24 7 why is it only four guys ever fighting for it see i would have put it on the, i would have put it on the underground maybe maybe like evolve it out and put it into there make it that title like, because I think now if they're going to keep with underground, which I'm sure they are, there need to be some kind of rules and reason for it. You know, like what's the motivation other than having a fight? Like we've got that bit, like do you get anything for it. Um, but yeah. Um, and then Orton came out talking some smack about Drew McIntyre, who'd obviously spoken some smack about him at the beginning of the show, saying if he won the greatest wrestler match, he'd beat him with a wrestling maneuver. I think that's how they're trying to justify the backslide. I think that's where their brain was. Um, and while Orton's talking, Keith Lee inter, inter, interrupted him. I, myself, I wouldn't have put Keith Lee anywhere near McIntyre or Orton on his day. No, no. You know, I think that's a mistake. Like, not because Keith Lee can't hang with those guys. I just, you know, if they've got a story with Orton and McIntyre at the minute, adding Keith Lee to it, I don't think is a great idea. Um, I mean, he can cut a really good promo, and he cut a really good promo against Orton, and he uh, threw out an open challenge to Orton if he accepts, like, here and now. Um, and then, yeah, so then that match was made for later on. Um then some weirdness. Um, the Angel Garza Montez Ford match with that. I don't know what that girl is. The Bachelor girl. What's her name? I can't even remember her name. Angel. Angel. Yeah. She was at ringside. And during the match, Iva come out and wooed her with a turkey leg. And then walked off with her. And that distracted Garza. Um, but the only thing I wanted to touch on from this match is... 
Montez Ford's spin midair frog splash thing. It looks beautiful. He does that really well. Um, but Montez Ford got the match, and I think I actually went for coffee. I actually went for juice and got some food during that match because. See enough. Yeah, I would have been disconnected. That'd have been me over. That's it. Your roar's over, boy. Next in line. <laughs> yeah, not allowed to even go and get food. I have to sit through that nonsense. I hated it. Um, but yeah. Then there was a bit more Naya and Shayna. Um It's funny, I always thought that Naya didn't care about titles, but she was like, if they team together, they can win tag titles and she wants the titles. Um yeah, and then Naya slapped her in the face, so I don't know what it was. Um, are they flirting? I don't know, but anyway. Um, <laughs> there was a six-women match. Selena Vega and the Iconics versus Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair. I like the I, matchups. I like the matchups. Love the Iconics. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, Peyton Royce looked like she hurt herself during the match. I'm not going to lie. There was a bit, I don't know if you saw, where she was grabbing her leg, and the way she rolled out just looked like it really hurt. Um, now, I, I was being told that apparently um, Bianca Belair is they're, they're holding her back for a reason because they don't want to waste because they're really high on her, but they don't want to waste. They want it to come at the right time. Uh, apparently, she's being held back almost on purpose because they think she'll get so over so quick that they won't be re- they'll have to catch up. Um, so apparently that's what is happening with their Belair. She looked so dominant against all of these though. Like she looked like complete different class. Um, yeah, it was good. Good match. Good win for Riot, Morgan Belair. Um, and it, I thought it was a really good match. Actually. I think how the Iconics have improved since coming back is every week, you know? Um, I like, I like it. I think I like it. Um, I like how they're going, but yeah, I'm, I've always been a big Iconics fan. Just, I love Billy to pieces. Um, and then MVP was trying to uh, recruit Cedric Alexander again. And then there was the uh, the arm wrestling. It was the arm wrestling. And, uh, well, Apollo Crews won. Um, so. <laughs> um, and then there was a bit of a fight. And I wanted Henry to get involved, but he didn't. Um it was it was a bit of a strange thing. I'm just I kind of ready for them to move on from it now. Put the US title on Lashley, make the hurt business a bit more relevant. I think um, Apollo Cruz has done well, but I think it's time to get some gold other than the twenty four seven. Dude, he wants Dolph Ziggler. Who? Dude, Lashley during that underground. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then after, so like Lashley was pretty peeved. Um, yeah, he walked up to Shane. He's like, he wants to fight tonight. And he invites all the Hurt Business in. And Lashley choked out one guy. And then he tossed Ziggler out. And then they threw in another guy. He kicked his head off. <laughs> just like, oh, wow. Lashley just went down there. See, I, I don't know. This week's Underground apparently had a lot cut out. Apparently, there was more segments that Vince cut out during these last-minute cuts. So, apparently, he turned up at 7 and made a couple of changes. And then they made more changes up until nine o'clock, taking about segments and stuff. Well, yeah, so that that's was what you were telling me. Yeah, yeah, so it was like an hour in before. So it f- maybe a bit rushed, but I, d- I just felt like Underground got a little, a little bit lost because apparently Ziggler was meant to be going against some against Ivor or something, and that got cut out. And yeah, so I'm guessing they changed it to push the hurt business again. Is what I guessed. Um, but yeah. Then uh, it moved on after that segment with Lashley and the Hurt Business just beating people up in the underground. Because um, I also read, actually, touching this week, is that Shane McMahon's going to take Bruce Pritchard, the Heyman Bruce Pritchard role on Raw, apparently. Okay. Um, Bruce Pritchard is obviously running on a little bit of empty because two shows can't be easy for him. And he's not exactly young anymore, is he, Bruce Pritchard? I mean, you know, he's been doing this a while now. Um, but apparently, yeah, that Shane is going to take on that creative role from him and what was left by Heyman. So we'll have to wait and see on that. I wouldn't hate that, maybe. Um, if Shane's like fully invested, he can be quite creative. Um, so I could, I could dig that. I could well, yeah, that. I, mean, I had the idea for the WWE Network before there was a WWE Network. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wanted, uh, if you watch, there's like a documentary about like. The whole WWE ECW thing and how he wanted it to be presented 
on like an internet only type of platform where they were able to get away with cursing and everything else. Mm. And it was basically going to be like what the network is now. Like people would have had to pay to watch it. See, so yeah. And the younger McMahon, like the son of a McMahon, you, you, you would assume one day he's got to have that role. It's nice to like have him back in it. Yeah. He's also a multi-time hardcore and European champion. He owns... The old Simba. He owns WCW, <laughs> dang it. Yeah, he does. Old Simba. Which way did he go? Um, Then we moved on to Keith Lee, Randy Orton. The match happened. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't... I like the match. Like, they're good... It didn't matter, though, like because it was always just going to be about Drew McIntyre was going to come back. He'd been punted in the head twice. I just don't think Lee should have been anywhere near this. I don't see the reason behind why. Like, I want to see Keith Lee Orton. Like, yes, but I just... And I feel like the match has kind of proved what we just said. It just... I did, Lee shouldn't have been in there. He shouldn't have been in there for me. But um, he chased him out ringside, Drew... Um, and then he was going backwards, and Charlie was talking to him. He's happy to see but like, Lee. Why Great, is blah, he blah, just but... friends with them? Yeah, I didn't realize that they were tight because there was a lot of like loving. Um, because Randy then attacked him again, and another punt, and he was off to he was off to hospital, I think. And then it was the women's match before they spoke to. Yeah, so then they had the women's match. See, this like, is where for me, like the end of Raw, just become a bit. Up. Yeah, like it was. It felt a bit rushed, don't you think? I didn't realize that Drew and Lee were tight. Like, yes! like that hasn't been explained until now, you know? Um, because like Drew was like, "Oh, I'm happy that like, that Keith Lee's here." Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. And then when the doctors come and Keith Lee was being interviewed when they were taking him away, he was like, you know, "Oh, Drew's a great guy." Blah blah blah. Like what? Where did this come from? I don't know. Yeah, because he was like, "Oh, Drew is tough and we'll be okay." Like, how do you know all this stuff? Why? Do you live too age with each other? <laughs> um, right, in between the bits that then finished before all of that, there was the women's championship match. Um, yeah, and so this time it was Baszler grabbed Bailey, who couldn't get the chair to Sasha, and then Oscar Locke and Sasha tapped. Mm, poor Sasha. Why is it Sasha that has to be the one to lose all her belts and all the matches? Um but yeah, so Oscar is definitely champ. And then it was announced that Baszler and Jax are going to be facing Sasha and uh, Bailey for the tag titles. You think they lose them? You think they push this Sasha Bailey yeah. story a bit more? So it's yeah. only Bailey with the title? Yeah. Uh, that means that I just find that's going to be tough to keep the story going all the way through to WrestleMania, you know? I just feel that I if mean, they lose the tag titles, it's it's picking up speed, isn't it? How long can Sasha put up with it? But yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, the lumberjack match was good. There was enough interference and stuff, and there was a few Sasha flew off and took out like Liv and Ruby and stuff. It was pretty good. Um, it was a pretty good match, and I liked the end. Um, I thought the end was quite good. Um, but yeah, so Sasha didn't win, and thanks to. Baszler, actually, this time. It wasn't actually Bailey's fault. Um, and then, obviously, as I say, so it was announced when the ambulance was going away. The Fiend, obviously, wasn't around. Thank God for Drew. Um, and Keith Lee came out and saying that, you know, large portion of would like to tell Drew not to interfere in my debut. And I understand he's tough and it'll be okay. Randy Orton, not so much. Boom. Keith Lee versus Randy Orton is happening at Payback, which I'm surprised that I was expecting a rematch of Orton McIntyre. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, that's been made. So that was two matches made for payback, like, off of Raw. Uh, three, even. Two. Um, and then we're back to Raw Underground. Uh, Alexandra was obviously wanting to fight. He obviously cared again. He got his ass kicked by Lashley. And then Eric and Ivor come to attack Lashley, but MVP and Shelton back him up and... Shane gives us an invite to next week. And that was, wasn't much Raw Underground, do you think, this week? But do you think it was enough because it was, like, bigger stars? Yeah. Um, and then the main event, main event was um, 
Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. Um, good match. And now the reason I think that this match will happen again at Payback is because, boom, the lights flicker. There was a little bit of standoff. And boom, the Dark Order's here. I mean, Retribution. <laughs> dark Order! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, Retribution come out at the end. And they beat down Ray and Dominic. Um, yeah. It was, a, it was, it was, they just took him down and Seth and Murphy were watching from the top of the ramp, all smiles. You think Seth's going to have something to do with this retribution? Mm, no. No? Who do you think's going to be in it? When do you think, or do you think they're just going to keep coming in interfering matches? It's the aces and eights, first of all. <laughs> if we are watching a Raw that's got BDC and the aces and eights, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Um, I didn't think Raw was so good. Yeah, mess, was... Man. They're, they're coming in through the crowds and destroying things. Sounds pretty familiar to me. Yeah. And like, yeah. They, they, they took out, they like lawn darted Rey Mysterio into the ring post. It was pretty yeah, good. And then Rey he's like Mysterio slid out the ring. Darted. Yeah. He's the best for it. And he does it so well. Um, he, he did it that one time. And I was like, Everybody's just going to throw them into the things. I just, yeah. Remember when, remember when Big Show, like, wrapped them up on a gurney and threw them like a baseball bat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and do you remember when, yeah, when Brock Lesnar as well, wasn't it, on the stretcher? And he just no, that was, what was that, that one? Was from Big Show. Big, oh, it was Big, he, show. Big yeah. show. And then Big Show attacked them, so they, like, tried to wheel them off on a gurney. And Big Show picked up the gurney that while he was still strapped to it, it swung him like a baseball bat into the. Into the <laughs> I do remember the that, like just this tiny guy, that was can't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But yeah, that's what Rainbow Stereo is for. Um, I don't know. It felt like when I read today that Raw was rewritten like really late. It felt like it. You know, it felt a little bit off the cuff this week. Um, I just why well, don't get Retribution have been coming out smashing stuff. They've just got this brand new Thunderdome, and they come out just to beat up Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Like, why haven't they attacked the Thunderdome? I don't know. They need to tighten this Retribution story up a little bit. I feel like they could. It does need something like it. I just feel it's a bit loose at the minute because like the hair is giving certain people away. Like it's very clear Santana Garrett was there the other day. You know, it's not because they're, <coughs> from, they're just using people to use people right now. So it's just fillings that they're using. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd like right? Santana Garrett in it. I love Santana, Santana Garrett. Being used or the people in it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Just for I just... that, people are like, they're going to expect that and they're going to get something different. You think it's, I still think it's going to be the guys from Evolve though, and that we're just having going through this while they're signing contracts. You know that? Okay. That's what I feel. They're making deals, they're making sure wrestlers are cool. I think it will be the Evolve guys. And I, I think that would be really good. Yeah. Um, Grado. Get some Grado in WWE, yeah. <laughs> they did in that. They did give him like a little bit of a mini promo type deal when they were announcing the all the content coming over mm -hmm. to the yeah, yeah. They're like, give me Grado. I mean, there's some real big talent that's now going to be available to I, them. Like, I just want to know how, because obviously it's been announced all the stuff on the network. How are they going to get away with putting ICW on there? I don't know. ICW has nudity. It has death matches. Like, did Vince McMahon not pay attention to what he yeah. saw? <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was just like, oh, take it. Take it. <laughs> and then, he hasn't watched any yet. <laughs> like, I've watched... I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure you know of ICW. Yeah. I've watched stuff where a dude, like, pulled his pants down and gave a dude a power driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I'm looking I, forward to oh, my network Sammy. subscription. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. 
times. It'd be good to see some ICW though. I haven't watched that for ages. I haven't actually watched it for ages. Um, and so obviously next week when we're here, we'll be reviewing Payback. Just pay-per-views galore. Um, four matches have been announced um, so far. Three from the Raw last night. I'm guessing SmackDown will add a couple more. Um, Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. Obviously we said and Bailey and Banks versus Jackson Baszler for the women's tag titles. Um, Apollo Crews is facing Bobby Lashley for the United States. And it was announced, I think, pretty much straight after SummerSlam almost. The Fiend versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Triple threat, no holds barred. You think they're going to put the belt straight on Reigns? No. No, I don't. I think Strowman's I, in that match to eat the pin. I think, I think poor Strowman's in there to take the pin. Yeah. And I think Fiend retains... And then we have a big Fiend Reigns build all the way through. That might go through to WrestleMania. Oh, we made the Fiend seem already with him, though. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't the Fiend just disappear the minute, like, he attacked? He, he, he attacked. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, it's different. I wouldn't have watched Flicker and he'd go, boof, I'm not there no more. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that first bit hurt. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll take my title when I'm out. But yeah, he did stand and take it. I think it'll be a good match. I'm, I'm interested to see what, what version of Roman Reigns we get. Obviously, we'll know a lot more this coming SmackDown. Um, now, see, here's the thing, and this is what I would do. I'd give him I'd give him the other Russo while the other one's recuperating as, like, his backup. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, I can what? see Good shout. See, Gio's the man with the plan, isn't it? Sign him up, isn't it? Get him on the creative. Come on, Shane. Make it happen. Your first sign-in. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone's been quite well behaved. I didn't find any idiots this week. Idiots um, is everybody that's participating in the Thunderdome and being a bunch of goofs. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. You stop were. with the KKK pictures. Stop now with the... Now, from what Derry's telling me, we yeah. might not even have a Monday Night Raw. So, yeah. So, they're in trouble. So, apparently, someone put a video up in the main event, the closing segment of someone getting their throat cut. Um, USA Network have just, like, hit the roof and, like, investigating. So, like, if you're in the crowd, just don't be dicks. All right? Don't be dicks. <laughs> just, you know, like, I laughed at a couple of them. Someone had, like, an MJF poster or, you know, Benoit I've seen, the KKK I've seen. Um, the Sonny Deville yeah, stalker. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on, guys. Like, don't spoil it. Because I actually think it looks really cool. Just don't, don't be douchey. I saw, I saw a floating SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. And I think at one point SpongeBob joined the uh, Street Profits. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob <laughs> is teaming up with the Street Profits. Nice. <laughs> They like put like the street profit like glasses and stuff on him. Ah, <laughs> oh, you just wonder what these people do for like work and life and stuff, you know? That, that's what like, they want to do. There was a dude that was just walking around with the fire velveteen dream sign. Yeah, yeah, that I saw that one, and there was like topless guy just like chilling, laying on his bed. He wasn't even sitting up; he's just like laying down in just shorts. I was like, oh, the, 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 whoa, the Randy Orton sucks eggs. Mm-hmm. That one I liked. Randy Orton sucks eggs. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> um, one last thing I wanted to away from WWE that I wanted to touch on just before we go. The squash of Cody Rhodes that was on AEW Saturday. <laughs> like it, it reminded me of like Cena Lesnar at SummerSlam, but there wasn't a moment of hope. <laughs> there was no moment of hope for Cody Rhodes and it was like three minutes. Why do you think they've done it like that after how they've booked Cody Rhodes? Like, where do you think that come from? Because like Brody Lee destroyed him. He did. I mean, they completely destroyed him. Um, so yeah, big shout out to that. Fair play to Cody for taking it. Um, the rest of AEW was pretty shite this week like i think you can start to see kenny omega's frustration like the dude got hit hard with a chair and then he was like throwing a tantrum doing a power bomb um i don't know if anyone saw that but yeah he looked pretty pissed um and i i don't blame him the way he's booking but there but check out the Brody lee squash um 
because I thought it was great, especially after what we've said about Cody Rhodes booking him like Triple H. He didn't. He's not anymore. He's not anymore. Um, right, my man. I think my list is done. We've hit the. Yeah. We've hit over the hour mark. Next week is payback. Next week is payback. We will be watching you, you and your signs in the crowd. We will keep an eye on you, little mofo's. Don't be idiots. Don't spoil it because they'll just take it away, and then we'll have to go back to listening to Maya Yim cheering, and nobody wants yeah. that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Until then, guys, hit all the links below. Reach out to us. Comments always help. Yeah. Questions. Do your thing. Gio, I'll see you next week. Yes. Yeah.